Hello and welcome to the Sandro Forte podcast. Over the many years I've been running a business, I've met many, many successful people, entrepreneurs, sports stars, celebrities, and dare I say, even royalty. So what makes a person successful? Do we know what success is? And the all-important question, can we create success for ourselves? This podcast series invites a diverse group of people to share their insights, their wisdom, and the things they've learned along the way. I'm extremely excited today to welcome my next guest. He and I go back quite a long way. Max Moyo, the founder and CEO of Ignite My Potential, already sounds exciting, doesn't it? An organization formed off the back of Max's personal journey of self-discovery. Max seeks to motivate leaders looking to embrace their unique identity, their talents, and their purpose. What can I say? To a, to a long-standing friend who, unfortunately, for many reasons I don't get to see, you'll discover why in a moment, uh, but Max, welcome to the Sandro Forte podcast. And before you speak, I'm going, to, I'm going to try and frame this for everyone. Probably in the three years that we've been running this podcast, this is the voice that I'd like to have. So Max Moyo, welcome to the Sandro Forte podcast. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to chat to you today. Hi, Sandro. Thank you so much for having me. I, I'm excited as well. Um, it's been a while since we, we met back in 2013. So, and hello to your listeners as well. Yeah, all, all around the world now, I think 50, 51 countries, which is, uh, is very humbling, but uh, fantastic. So do keep those emails coming. If you've got any questions for Max, uh, you know how it works. So Max, uh, back to 2013, but maybe a few steps further back for the benefit of the listeners. Uh, tell us about Max Moyo. I mean, somebody that I, you know, I, I was in an audience and I listened to a fantastic presentation you gave when we first met and we got you onto a onto a very significant stage subsequently uh so you know we became quite good friends but uh, tell us about max moyo for those who don't know who max is so um uh, I, I like to think of myself as a as a human transformation specialist for want of a better, a better word uh, because the work that I do is really transformational. I, I was actually born in Rhodesia then, uh, now Zimbabwe, some 55 years ago. My, how time moves. So I grew up in, in, in Zim. I, 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 I literally went to mission, mission schools all my life. So you could say I'm a church boy in a lot of ways. Uh, and that's, that's, that's what has shaped uh, shaped me, and I suppose my interest in human transformation has been fueled also by the years that I spent uh, in mission schools, uh, but also you know access and, and exposure to missionaries, people that would come from foreign lands and give of their lives to to transform lives of other people. That for me is the seed that was planted at a young age, and 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 I continue to do uh, that work. Well, we're going to find out all about what transformation means, because I'm, I'm sure there's a few people already listening, Max, thinking, oh, transformation, that sounds very daunting. That sounds like I've got to radically overhaul my entire life and my entire business. And uh, and this all sounds a bit intimidating, but it, but it's not quite like that, is it? And I mean, no. you are the you are the author of four books. Now, I've written one and I know how 
how difficult that was. Uh, so I so I really salute you, sir, for for four books. Um, we'll, we'll come on to talk about the books in a moment, but um, just just talk about transformation. What what is what does transformation mean to you? What what is that when you when you work with a leader or somebody who comes to you or an audience, and they're looking for transformation in, in their lives? Before we explore this, Max, what does that mean? Is, is it as daunting as and intimidating as as perhaps it might sound? Because that word alone kind of sounds like I've got a very long journey on which to go. What does transformation mean exactly? So transformation is an interesting word and, 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 and it, it does sound a bit daunting, but the reality is from the day we were conceived, we have been transforming. So actually, if we think about it as human beings, we are masters at transformation because every single state we're transforming. Uh, a lot of times we are changing, but we are unconsciously transforming. And, and, and what I try to do is to make that transformation more conscious. So you are, you are intentional about the changes that need to take place in your life. And they're related to your ability to be impactful. So we transform so that we can be more impactful. We can influence our environment. We, we, we can become, put it this way, we, we become a light wherever we go. That's transformation. So simply put, transformation is how do I become more impactful? How do I live a life of impact? And um, let's talk about impact for a moment, because, I mean, there are lots of people around the world, you included, that are doing so much for society. A lot of people say, oh, well, I, you know, I can't make a difference. You know, I, little old me, uh, you know, what difference does my contribution to society make? What would you say to somebody who feels that, they can't be impactful. They, they can't transform in the way that you've just described. So the first step really is to understand um, what I, you know, what is the makeup of a human being from my perspective anyway. So there are three things really that I believe make up who we are. The first thing is what I call our unique identity. Um, identity and, and 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 you think about when we talk about identity, we we talk. I don't know about in, in in the UK, but in South Africa, we we talk about ID. Where's your ID? Which stands for identity. But actually, if you take that word, so in my books, I talk about ID. The ID stands for irresistible difference. Our ability to be the difference where we go, and that it's not just our ability to be to be the difference, but our unique ability to be the difference. So think about it. When we met um, in India, uh, you know, so think about you and I both speak. When we when we got on that stage, you and I were not in competition. We were actually complimenting one another because you have a way of impacting people that's different from the way I impact people. So when the when when the two of us get on stage, the people then get much more than if it was only myself who got on stage or it was if it was only you. So the point is that we are born with a capacity to make a difference. So first thing, unique identity. Second thing, unique talents. Every human being has a unique set of talents. And so what are those talents given to us for? That's what we use to impact or to make a difference. It's our talents. There are no two people in the world with the same talents in the same proportion. So let's use an example. Uh, I'd like to use the example of uh, a musician. 
Dolly Parton, we all know that Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton wrote the song, I Will Always Love You. Powerful song um, that, um, you know, has transcended generations. In the early 1990s, the late Whitney Houston did a remake of the, song, of the same song, I Will Always Love You. What's interesting, Dolly Parton made millions of the song. Whitney Houston also made millions from the same song. So what you discover, although the two are talented in music, the gifting is unique to each musician. So as a, as a listener, I would buy both copies of the song because there are moments when I feel like Dolly Parton, then there are moments when I feel like Whitney Houston. So now suddenly, so by the two of them embracing their talents and using their talents, the world of music benefits. So that's talents. And the third thing is purpose. We were not just born so we could, um, as I say, you know, eat, drink beer and die. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good thought though. <laughs> I believe that every human being was born for a specific purpose. So, and purpose simply speaks to reason for existence. When you discover the reason why you are alive, it changes everything. I think it was Winston Churchill who says there comes a time when you are, as it were, tapped on your shoulder. And that moment is just perfect for what you bring to the table. So for Winston Churchill, it was World War II. For you and I, we have our moments, our perfect moments. Maybe they are a series of these perfect moments where we are impactful. You can think about school. There's a teacher who just impacted your life in ways that are so profound. I'll give you an example. In my book, I talk about Mrs. Cronier. Mrs. Cronier was my English teacher. And um, I, you know, we had a church service and I was going to read what they used to call a missions reading. I assumed, I was 13 years old, I assumed that I understood the English language. I didn't do any review of this document before I stood before the entire school and do a missions reading. Unfortunately, when I was in front of the entire school, there was a word I had never seen before. And um, I ended up going, uh, 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 uh. I was so embarrassed. Um, when I got off that stage, I was sure that I would never speak in public again. So Mrs. Cronier comes to me and says, young man, you are doing the missions reading next week as well. I said, no ways. After the mess I've made, I can't do this. She says, no, you're going to do this. Here it is. Go read it. If there's words you don't understand, come back. You're going to come and present to me and I'll help you. That transformed my life because to this day, I actually touch people through speaking. Mm. Had she not intervened, I probably would, you would have never heard of me. So she has, she lived her purpose and her purpose was to get me onto my purpose. Now, she might not know, she's late now, um, but I, I, I tried to get that message to her and I simply put it this way. I said, every time I touched a human being, you, Mrs. Cronier, are also touching that person by extension and that's what we do. So your listeners who are listening, if they're inspired by the conversation we have, you and I are touching the people that they are going to touch. Mm. Identity, talents, purpose. So how do you transform? Embrace your unique identity or irresistible difference. Harness, develop 
and then deploy your unique talents and gifts in pursuit of a specific purpose. One in eight billion, when you look in the mirror, you're looking at a unique individual, one in eight billion, never ever to be repeated again. I mean, think about this. We were not born in the 30s because in the 30s, what we have would have been of no value. We were born in the perfect time. So the, what we're doing now is what we were born to do. So, you know, the kids that come after us, they are born later because their purposes are then. So some people are listening to us now, and when they finish listening to this, they're going to go on and do even greater things. So we've, when that has happened, we've lived our purpose. So often I tell people that my, my, my vision is a world of over 8 billion people who embrace their unique identity, who harness their talents and gifts in pursuit of a life of purpose. When that has happened, I can sit down and die in peace. Very good. Very good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this opportunity, since you mentioned purpose, to take you back to India when I listen to you on a stage, Max, and I'm going to use this opportunity to publicly thank you for sharing something that day that transformed my life, actually, because I think it took until I heard you speak for me to realize what my purpose was in life. And I think sometimes we do struggle with that kind of identity. How, how do people find their purpose, Max? So often I tell people you don't find your purpose because your purpose is not lost. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you remember it. It's a very interesting thing. You know, purpose is interesting because when we were children, we understood what our purpose was. Now, anybody with children would have had this experience. You ask your child, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they'll tell you these amazing things that they want to do. And you're thinking, ah, kids. Mm. And then what we do, we, we begin to shape them and to shift their, their focus towards what we think they should be doing. Then they go to school and school does that even more so until they forget their purpose. Then they go through life. What happens then is purpose will constantly knock at your heart. There's something that just, I often say your purpose is that thing that you will do every day, even if it's for free. Mm. It's that thing. I get so much satisfaction in what I do that if I didn't need any money, I'll still be doing this. And often people have asked me, if you knew you were going to die in two years, what would you do differently? And I always tell them, I would treble the number of speaking engagements that I have. I'll probably try and write more. I'll, you know, no, no, like I just want to be out there. Uh, the only thing that would be different is that I will go around with my boys as well because they're very important to spend time with them. But actually, I want to die on stage, Sandro. Right on stage, speak, fit, sit down, and check out. I love it. I'm a bit like, a bit like the, a bit like the great Tommy Cooper. Die on stage. That's that's great. Um, so. Uh, Max, let's just talk a little bit. Um, we get loads and loads of emails about people who say, you know, what's what's the definition of success? How can I become successful? And I think a lot of people, in, especially in the modern world, Max, become very obsessed with this word. And we all have different definitions. But 
I can think of no greater uh, orator than you to share your views on success. So uh, rather than ask for your definition, but if you want to share it, that's fine. Um, what do you think are the attributes one needs to be successful in life? Let's just talk about success in life rather than business. What What are the attributes? Is it is it about the purpose? Is it about the unique identity, the things that you speak of? Is that what governs one's success, do you think? I love that question because that's that's really the big question. If you think about what's happening in the world, we go to school, why? In pursuit of success. Because that's what you must go to school. Well, mommy, why don't you school? So you can be somebody someday. Think about it. I mean, we're constantly being bombarded about what that thing called success is. What I normally, when I when I when I get to go on stage, I always start by stop pursuing success. My view is the world is in a mess that it is because of the pursuit of success. Because when you pursue success, you will do whatever it takes to be successful, including destroy other people in the process. Rather than seek to, to be a person, so rather than pursuing success, what I challenge people to do is to seek to become a person of value. Seek to become a person of value. The question then says, well, Max, how do you determine value? So value is determined by whether you want to call it developing, working on your uniqueness. So value is determined by the, so what are those unique, uh, unique factors? Your unique irresistible difference and the unique talents. When you work on that, you become more valuable. Uh, and, and then of course, the more valuable we become, it leads us to significance. Significant. When you become significant, then all these things that we associate, because normally we're not looking for the success. It's the fruit that comes with what we so-call, so whether it's money, fame, um, the ability to send your kids to the right school, you know, you know, you know, living a help, you know, having time, mm -hmm. all those things normally come from when we become significant. And so let me, let me, let me, let me, and I'm doing that while I'm looking at my notes quickly because I, sometimes I, I, I can talk uh, faster than I, I should be talking. <laughs> you, you and I are cut from the same cloth. People tell me to so, slow down most of the time. But let me slow down and I want to take a step by step. So seek to become a person of value, right? So how do we determine value? Value is determined by refined uniqueness. Notice something that's interesting. If you look at the definition, that means everybody can be valuable because it comes from refining your own uniqueness. So you're not looking outside. You're actually looking internally. It's what is my uniqueness and how do I refine that uniqueness? Then of course, refined uniqueness then is what leads you to significance. So we look at people like the late, great Nelson Mandela. He was significant. But he grew up in a village somewhere, in some homeland somewhere. He headed cattle like, like I did. 
He was there playing around with other kids. But it's the thing that made him different from the other villagers who just grew up in their village, we never read about them, they died in the village and we'll never know about them, is that he discovered the special thing, uniqueness. And that uniqueness always comes together with purpose because when he discovered that, and then he gets arrested and he's facing a judge and he's, he knows that he could get a death sentence. And he says to the, to the judge, it is an ideal that I hope to live for, but if necessary, to die for. That's a man who has found the reason for existence. And it comes from refining our uniqueness. So three things that I shared with identity, talents, and purpose. Refining your uniqueness. Not, not, not looking for something that Sandro has that I don't have. We, we, we operate from what we already have. We are born as a gift. All we have to do is refine the gifts that we have. And interesting enough, there is a problem in the world that is suited to the gifts that we have. And when you begin to make a difference in other people's lives, success is what follows. Um, now, you, you, for somebody who doesn't fancy himself as an author, you've written four books. Just tell us very quickly about your four books. So I've got four books. The first one, you are the eighth, it's actually called the eighth wonder of the world. And you know, there are seven natural wonders. Um, and, and it's, you know, so every time you look in the mirror, you're looking at the eighth wonder of the world. That's, that's the whole thing is talks to your uniqueness. So we discussed your irresistible difference, your talents, your gifts. I give examples of actual people that have done amazing things. I think I've got uh, the right brothers, uh, and, you know, the guys that set up Google, I've got the Mandela's, Michael Jackson, with um, uh, Sir Winston Churchill. So people that have done amazing things. And I'm showing how everything they went through was leading them towards their purpose. So that eighth one of the world. The second book then says, now that you know you're the eighth one of the world, second book says, become yourself. The biggest journey you're going you're gonna to have in life is to step into yourself. Stop being somebody else. People be, stop being a fake. Just become yourself. So I, I take people through that process and I give them a 12-step life planning process. That book says, well, if you carry on living, you know what they say, go to school, get a degree, uh, get a job, work hard, marry wisely, and live happily ever after. It's a lie. It's a setup. If you do that, and I tell, I tell my own story, I had, I, you, know, I, you know, I came down to South Africa from, from, from Zimbabwe as a young missionary. Then I joined the business world. And then I moved up the corporate ladder and I became a sales director of insurance company. I had arrived, man. This, I was doing the right things. Uh, but 18 months into this wonderful job, there was a merger of three insurance companies. At the end of the merger, they said, we've got three MDs, three sales directors, three this, this. We have to merge. And of course, two of the sales directors had to lose their jobs. And I woke up one morning unemployed and in debt. And I thought, well, I'm a young, you know, you know, black man in South Africa. Then it's early. It's, it's just after the, you know, the transformation in South Africa. So they're looking for black leaders. And I said, well, a couple of months, then I'll get a job. It took me one year to get employed again. And so the question, who moved my ladder? Because if I look at my life before that, 
I was climbing this ladder, everything was going well. Now it looked like somebody had moved my ladder. And it's a process that says, I went from who moved my ladder to whose ladder was it and to where is my ladder. So the, 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 the third book is actually called Who Moved My Ladder? And it's, it's, it's going to do with the fact that if you carry on with your life, something is going to go wrong. Your ladder is going to be moved. Someone dies, somebody gets cancer, uh, you know, you get retrenched. When that happens, one, how do you deal with the pain? And two, how do you rebuild your life? That's who moved my life. And of course, my, 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 my flagship, uh, the final book says, The Leadership Call. We start that every single one of us are called to lead. And we start by leading ourselves. And, and then I, what I try to do in the leadership call is to move away from the stuff that you will learn in the classroom and just be practical around, first of all, what does leadership mean for you? And, and, and often, so here's, and I, want, I know we're running out of time, so let me quickly just, the greatest leadership call I've ever heard is actually found in the Bible. And it was God calling Moses, no, not Moses, um, Abraham. He says, leave your place of birth. Leave your, 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 your family. Leave everything you know and go to a place I'll show you. When you decide to step into leadership, the first thing you need to do is to disconnect from family, from friends, from, because if you, if you don't, they're going to pull you back. So Sandra, now that you're making a bit of money, you think you can tell us what to do. You think you're special. So leadership always starts with the declaration of independence. Because once I've declared independence, I can then decide who I am going to be. Because until then, society has shaped me. Society has told me who I should be, what to think, how to think. Leadership is when you step back and you say, that's how they want me to think, but how, how do I think? What, what are my values? What am I here for? Then you've walked into leadership. So those are the four books uh, that I, 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 I like to think of them as transformational books. Simple English, very simple. Even the one who doesn't like reading would find very easy. And that's, they're also very small, so it's actually quick to read. And you can find them on, on, on Amazon. So if you go to Amazon, you should be able to get a copy. Um, yeah, that's my books. Well done, Max. Well done. Um, so final quick couple of questions um, for the uh, for, for all the people around the world that now want to connect with Max Moyo, how best do they do that? A website, social media, what's the easiest way to, to find out more about well, what you're doing? Is, the easiest way, obviously, is, is social media. And I'm on Instagram as Max Moyo, M-A-X-M-O-Y-O. I'm also on LinkedIn as Max Moyo. Uh, Facebook as Max Moyer. <laughs> um, and of course, on Twitter is of, at official uh, Max Moyer. And of course, I have a website. They can go to www.maxmoyer.com or www.ignitemypotential.co.za. Fantastic. Final question, Max, as we ask all our guests. If you were now having a conversation with a younger version of yourself, with all of the experiences that you've gained, you know, 55 years old, wise beyond your years. But if you were having a conversation with a younger version of yourself and he looked up to you and he said, Daddy, you know, with all of the things that you've learned along the way, what's the one piece of advice you would give me above anything else? All those books you've written, all the sermons you've given, all the presentations you've delivered on stages around the world. 
what's the one bit of advice if you could narrow it down to one thing? And, and I'm, I'm going to say it in a statement. Embrace your unique identity. Harness, develop and deploy your unique talents in pursuit of purpose. And of course, the final thing is remember this. You are on your way to your purpose. All things will always work together for your good. So embrace the good, the bad, and the ugly. They all work together. What we like to think is, we like to think of it as all good things work together for my good, but it's not that. It's all things work together for my good. So there are things that you find yourself in that you didn't choose, born in, a, in, in an environment that you didn't choose, exposed to things that you didn't choose. Relax, keep focused. All of these things will work together for your good. As I always say, your background is never a disadvantage. Your background is always the necessary pressure cooker to prepare you for your purpose. Well, I want to take this opportunity in closing to thank your mother for touching so many people today because she's done that through you. Um, you are a, a very fine example of a really decent human being who is touching the lives of many people as you have done for many, many years. And today is no exception. So to Max Moyo, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Sandro Forte podcast today. And uh, no doubt we will have many calls for you to come back and share some more of your insights into, uh, you know, finding your new capability, your purpose, uh, and, and that wonderful passion you have for life. So thank you very much indeed for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I continue to do what you do. And, and thank you to your listeners for taking the time to actually listen. I pray that they will also spread the word to more people because if they found value in our conversation, how you impact people is just sharing what you found.